there is a very Choshever Rabbeinu Yoyna on Pirkeyavus. The Rabbeinu Yoyna on Pirkeyavus gives us a very, very important idea. We'll start this evening's part two. Shavavim Shurim Beis Hashem with this Kabbaldiga Rabbeinu Yoyna. It's on the Mishnah. In when a person embarrasses another yid in public, no chelik in oilem abo. Very severe lashon of chazal. Embarrass somebody else in public. It's one of the worst things that a person can do. Ain loy chelik boilem abo. Comes along with Beni Yehuda. With the Gavaldi Yisait, we know. That by Shabbos Kodesh, there's something called an Av, and there's something called a Tolda. There's the Av Malacha, that was Doimer exactly, explains the case of Mishnah, like the Mishkan, like what was done in the Mishkan. And then there's the Tolda. The Tolda is sort of like the offspring. It's similar, but it has the same and carries exactly the same punishment. We know that if a person is Machal Shabbos, whether he does an Av or a Tolda is irrelevant. It's all the same thing. It's a daraisi machal shabbos. Says Rabbeinu Yoyna. Not only does that apply to the dinim of shabbos. Says Rabbeinu Yoyna. It applies with the gimel averos chamurois, avodazora gilearais and shvichas domim. Says Rabbeinu Yoyna. There's something called the av, and there's something called the tolda. The av is exactly. That, and the told is something similar, but carries the same punishment. Says Rabbeinu Yoyin, and he goes to them one by one. He talks about Shvichas Domim, killing somebody else. Obviously, when you actually, physically, Rachman and his son kill somebody. So that's, that's Hashem Yerachim. That's the Av. Says Rabbeinu Yoyin, what's the Tolda? The Tolda is when you embarrass someone, and the blood, you know, goes out of his face, and he goes white. And therefore, that's Domit to killing him. It's a tolda. Same punishment, just a different action. Next, when he comes to the idea of Avedizara, so it could be anything that people are worshipping, people are looking towards, people are looking up to, whatever it may be in that generation. And then he talks about the Avedizara of Gilead Rais. Right? Gilead Rais itself, that's pretty self-explanatory. That's the Av. What's the tolda which carries the same Avedizara as Gilead Rais? Says Rabbeinu Yoyna Hamistakil Oiladaber Yaharik Val Yavos. Rabbeinu Yoyna is somebody who will put a gun to your face and say, Hey, I'm going to kill you unless you look. That's all. Just look. Don't touch. Don't go near. Just look. Says Rabbeinu Yoyna, you allow yourself to be shot. Because that is the tolda of actual Gilu Harayas. That's how serious you're dealing in. And he brings a Gemara, famous Gemara, scary Gemara, Sanhedrin, I and hate. The Gemara in Sanhedrin and Rabbi said, people are shocked, this is a Gemara. Yes, it's a Gemara. We're going to go through explaining how the Gemara works and the Maskonas are Gemara, just to give you the story. The Gemara tells us about somebody that saw a woman and he fell in love with this woman. That he didn't just fall in love. He fell sickly in love with this woman. That he was going to die. He needed to be with this woman. He needed to be together with this woman. And he was going to die if he didn't do so. And his doctor told him. If you're not going to be together with this woman. You're going to die. 
She says, what should I do? I'm a firm yid. I don't know what to do. She says, ask your rabbi. So he calls up the rabbi. You know, sometimes you get those shilas right before Shabbos, right? but just a small little shiler about some major business deal with websites open on Shabbos, a whole thing. So he calls up his rabbi, says, Rabbi, I just have a small little question for you. There's a woman out there that my doctor told me that if I don't live with her, I'm going to die. Is that okay? Can I have a heta, please? No, no, come on. The heta, rabbi. Give us a heta. I'm sure you've got a heta for this one. The rabbi says, I'm sorry, I can't help you. Yerik Valyava, allow yourself to be killed. He goes back to the doctor and says, what am I meant to do? What should I do now? So the doctor says, okay, you know what? If you can't be together with her, so at least allow her to stand in front of you naked. She should be without clothing and she should stand in front of you. I'm just bullshit reading the art school of the Gemara. Okay, Sanhedrin Ayin, hey, look it up. So he goes to his rabbi. He says, okay, rabbi, the doctor told me that she has to stand in front of me without any clothing. Come on, rabbi. It's very important. It's a big hat to this one. The rabbi says, I can't help you. Yarek Valyava. Allow yourself to be killed before you do that. Adgedekach, the Gemara says, that he, the doctor said, you know what? Let her stand on the other side of a wall and she should talk nicely to you and everything, you know. Maybe that will help. He called up his rabbi. Rabbi, what do I do? At least this you can be matter, no? Come on. This, at least this. Yarek Valyava. And Rabbi Yonah brings this Gemara to teach us how far this actually goes. But we have to understand, what does it do? You look at something in the wrong way. What does it do? Does it really affect you? And, you know, at the expense, I was thinking on the way here, you know, I'm going to sound a little bit depressing today. But don't worry, Mitzvah Shem, as we go on with the series, as we go on with the weeks, we're going to talk about the milers, we're going to talk about the Gavaldika opportunities that we can, the Mitzvah Shem, get to in order to conquer this. But first, we have to understand, sometimes you have to hit, like, rock bottom before you get out of the pit. So sometimes you have to hear about the negativities. You have to think about the side of things on that end before you move on to the other side. There's a Gemara in Yuma Ayn Dalad on the base. Listen to this Gemara, Rabbi Sai. The Gemara quotes a Pasuk. I gave you the Mon, right when you were in the Midbar. Zuk the Pasuk, why? Why? To afflict you. Asks the Gemara, what affliction was that? The Mon was Kavaldic. The Mon that we had, we didn't have anything else to eat. So the Mon was a beautiful thing. Why does the Pasuk call it an affliction? To have the Mon. Says the Gemara, you know why? You can't compare someone that has paspasaloi to someone that does not have paspasaloi. Meaning, they didn't know when their next meal would be. And therefore, it's very hard for a person to go through his day and his week without knowing when's the next meal. And therefore, they didn't have paspasaloi. That's what it means. Lamana noischa means it was an affliction that they didn't have an idea when their next meal will be. The Gemara tells us, another chat of someone that eats food and sees what he is eating. When you see what you're eating, it's an Adoima. Moran Shabbos, famously by the sugya of Adlachas Haneris, right, the whole Indian of Adlachas Haneris on Shabbos is in order to see the food. Rashi over there brings this Gemara because a person that doesn't see his food doesn't get satisfied. Right, that's what it is. And the Gemara over here tells us clearly that the mon look like the same thing day in and day out and you cannot compare it to someone that sees geschmack, variety, all different food. That's the affliction. Yes, Hashem is giving us food, but I don't get the same geschmack if I would have something in front of me freshly looking, different looking than yesterday's food. Omer Eb Yosef says the Gemara, from here you see that a blind person does not get satisfied by his food, even though he's eating, because he doesn't see it. When you don't see it, 
doesn't have the same effect. Omar Abaya. So too, that's why persons Abaya says you should only eat a meal during the day, not at night. In those days, they didn't have candles, they didn't have electricity, and therefore you should only eat during the day. The Gemara continues. What's Pshat in the Pasuk? Toiv mare enayi mehalach nefesh. Better is the sight of the eyes more than the walking of the soul. Good is the sight of the eyes that look at a woman more than the Misa itself. The Gemara over here. That when a person has more hana by looking at a woman than the actual Misa itself asks Revolve and Ali Shaw, what's Pshat? What does that mean? A person has more hana by looking than the actual Misa. In the psychology of how a person works, that the imagination builds so much within us. The imagination builds all sorts of ideas, all sorts of things that are going on that the maestro itself can't do. And in the film industry in Hollywood, this is exactly how they live. This is what they do. This is what they spend millions of dollars doing. Is they get your imagination started just to the point that you just see what you need to see and the rest you don't see because the rest goes with your imagination. Because Chazal tell us that your imagination is much wilder than the picture that you can see. And therefore Chazal tell us, based on a posuk, that a person will, with a hanor of seeing more than the Maisa And that's what Toysus Yishonim says over there. You've got to be so careful for mistakless. That's what's going on. I asked a group of boys, not in this yeshiva. Tell me something. What's worse? A dirty book or a dirty movie? And there was an absolute, all, everyone agreed to this, that a dirty book is way worse. Because it leaves the imagination to all sorts of things. And that's what Chazal is telling us. The imagination that a person has by looking is incredible. And looking makes a connection. Reb Nassim Adler, the Heilige Rebbe of the Chassam Seifer, says an unbelievable but scary aside. The Gemara, and Abay Dezorah tells us that when a person is a chayla, talking about a person whose mom is a chayla about to die, so the Gemara describes that the Malach HaMoves stands above him. And the Gemara describes the Malach HaMoves to be full of eyes. Totally molei naim. Full of thousands and thousands of eyes. So the Gemara says, the Chassam Seifer brings from his Rebbe of Nosnadla. And he says when a person looks at something, he didn't just look at something, looked away and said, no, I just look, big deal. What did I do already? But no. That you have created eyes in the Malach HaMoves and when a person is very, very sick, that creature that he created during his lifetime with all of the sights that he saw that he shouldn't have done comes down, hovers over him. Some sophist says sometimes a person shakes before he leaves the world. It's because he sees the Malachamovis Mole Enayim. And therefore says some sophist, a person thinks, big deal, so I looked. No, it was two weeks ago. Beseda, I've forgotten about it. No, 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 no. You've made the connection. You've made the connection so deep that obviously Tshuva can wipe it out. We'll talk about that in the coming weeks. But before we get there, we have to realize the damage that we are doing. There's an unbelievable Gemarian Kedushin Pei. The Gemarian Kedushin Pei tells us about Tanoim. Tanoim. That would laugh on people that were mixed in the Aveir of, of, of this, uh, in the Onion of Arias. 
They would laugh at them, like, come on, what's the matter with you? It's so hard, it's so easy. Just look away, it's fine, what's the big deal? In Shemayim, Gemara tells us there was a tumult, and they said, that is Tadzanaim, are making fun. Maybe they don't realize how strong this Yetzirah is. So what happened was, they got permission. They got permission that the Sotan disguised himself as the most beautiful woman to ever walk planet Earth. And the Sultan came down and presented himself, disguised as the most beautiful woman who ever walked planet Earth. Again, Rabbi said, Kedushin Dafpei, look it up. And he tried to allow the Tanoim to be tempted. He went this way and he looked that way. And he went that way and he looked this way. He tried everything. And then eventually, Abascal came out and said, that's enough, it's okay, you tested them. They were Matzliach. Asks the Ben Yishchai and the Ben Yod on the Gemorian Kedushin, I don't understand. Why did the Sultan have to dress up? Bring the most beautiful woman in the planet Earth, bring them to the Tanoim, and let them. What would they have to mean? The Sultan dressed up? What's, what is that? What's that all about? Said the Ben Yodik of Aldegusite. Because just in case they would have fallen, just in case they would have given in to their tithers, they would have made that connection. They would have seen something they shouldn't have done, which was real, and that connection is very hard to sever. It's very hard to get rid of, and therefore it had to be the Sultan. There's a Modica. Loshin and Tagun Yonison Benazin, the Beratius Memtes, Posecute Base. I read to the English how beautiful are the eyes of Melech HaMashiach, like clear wine, because they did not look at Gila Arise. Look what Moshe Shapira Zatzal. And he brings these words of Tagun Yonison, he says, As such a Yesoid we see from here, that somebody that looks at Arias, it's not just a Misa, his status. He didn't just look. But rather his estatus became clear in his eyes. That means it's recognizable. The eyes of a person that saw are different than the eyes of a person that didn't see. You've made that connection. You've seen. Again, Tshuva, we'll talk about it. But Hashem in the coming weeks. And as we mentioned a little bit last week, what goes on? Why does a person do this? We know the damage that this causes. So why do we do it? The eye is the greatest salesman ever. And the eye is telling your brain, you need something. And this will give you comfort, this will calm you down, this will release the stress. You need this. And if you just look, you'll see. Everything will be great afterwards. And then what happens? As has been told by so many people, you look, and afterwards you just feel, it didn't, it didn't do anything. You feel as empty, if not more. Abacha sent me an email this week, and he said to me, I'm suffering from this unbelievably. I sit and learn. I try whatever I can. And it's not easy. But he said, I just don't understand. I feel worse afterwards than I did before. And I still do it. Because there's something there that it's promising us. Just try this. Just look. You'll feel better afterwards. As you said last week, it's like that salty water. That it quenches your thirst for just a few moments. But makes you thirsty again. Because you have to keep on looking. You have to keep on trying new things. You have to keep on finding new places. How many people sacrificed their lives, their families, their wives, their children for a few moments of pleasure in this world? How many people left their entire communities, their posts, some of them Hoshiba posts, they left everything that they had that they had worked for in a blink of an eye because they needed something. And it lasted a few seconds. Because that's what happens when a person is addicted to something. He becomes needy. And he makes it like, I need this and without this is not going to work. And he doesn't even think that. Come on, Saita tells us. A person doesn't think when he doesn't have air. He's not even thinking. 
I need this. Right? I need this. I, what's going to be with your wife? What's going to be with your kids? What's going to be with your husband? What's going to be with everything that's going on? I need it. People sacrifice their whole lives for a few moments of pleasure. My boys say you have to start now. You think you're going to start later on in life? You need to start now. You need to work on this now. Scary Mesachtas Derech Heretz Perek Aleph. Chachomim Oimrim. Kol HaMestakel. Bag Veshal Isha Goizun Olav Shibonim. Bali Mumim. If a person looks at the ankle of a woman. Not the most beautiful and desired part of a woman to look at. The ankle of her body. Zuk Chazal. If a person is Mestakel. He looks with Anor. There is a Xerah, it's Mephorish Rabbeisah, Mesechtus Derech Eretz, Mesechtus Kalos says the first Psach, the same thing, guaranteed, Bonim, Bali Mumim, Rabbeisai. How many people are crying and davening to have the best children? You, Bachrim, Beis Hashem, should all be Zerchat, have beautiful children. Daven now for those children. Work for those children. How many people spend hours, spend money, spend energy, spend everything on their beautiful children? You have an opportunity to work on something now for your children. Because Chazal tell us the opposite effect of what happens if a person doesn't do that. These are your children, Rabbi Say. This is your family. This is your future. It's up to you. Daligachsam Soifer says such a scary thing. He says that right before Kalal Yisrael left Mitzrayim, right before Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, they were tested with the ultimate tests, right before their Geula. Before the Geula Shleima, right before the Rabbi Nishleim is going to bring Mashiach, and he's going to take all of us out of this bitter Golis, of all the sorrows that Kalal Yisrael are going through around the world. We need to get out of this. Right before, we are going to be tested. And the Rabbi Nishleim is going to see... Who's loyal and who's not? Who's willing to fight that hard, difficult fight? And who's already given up? That Rabbi says, is the final test right before Mashiach comes. And for today we'll end with just this. The Rabbi Nisham gave us a set of the most beautiful eyes. Beautiful eyes. And we often misuse them because we don't appreciate them. Somebody walked into a blind center and the manager of the place got up and explained that there are three types of people in the blind center. There's people over here that were blind from birth. They were never zoichet to ever see anything in their lives. They were born blind. The second category are people that turned blind through their lifetime. They're already trying to learn you know, how to live life by being with a new mitzvah, so being blind. And then he said there's a third category. These are children that are about to turn blind. Right now they can see but they are going to turn blind. So this person who was there said, how could it be that there's children that in a few months and a few years are going to go blind, they'll never see again. I want to meet with that category. I want to meet with those children. So he saw them, he was, he was, he was tearing in his eyes. These are, these are children that are so innocent. They don't even know what's awaiting them, what type of life they're going to have after they're not able to see. We should never know. And they started talking to him. And he said he'll remember this for a lifetime. One child got up and started crying and said, did you ever see somebody take a gun to his head and you just think it's just a matter of time until he pushes the trigger. In our situation, this child explained we're exactly the same. We don't know when the trigger will be pulled. We have no idea how much longer we'll we'll be able to see. 
And they want, he wanted to tell them, you know, chizuk, it's all for Hashem. But he, he couldn't speak, he was choked up. It was too difficult for him. After he left that place, the kavana that he had the next morning in Birchus HaShachar Bokech even was a totally different bracha. With the opportunity that we had, that the Rabbani Shum gives us the most beautiful eyes, to use these eyes in a proper way, in the way that they were given to us, in a Tahar way, in a Kedushadika way, is the most unbelievable, unbelievable opportunity. Let's use the opportunity, let's use those eyes for what they were meant for, and Be'ez HaShem, all the brachas that we'll speak about coming in the next week, Be'ez HaShem, we're going to go through the claims that people make who stumble with these Averas, with these problems, we're going to go through those claims, Be'ez HaShem, next week, but until then, let's use the beautiful eyes that Rabbi Shem gave us, and only seek Kedushin our lives. Go ahead.